Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of The Table Podcast. Hey, before we get going, would you do me a favor and continue to tell your friends about this podcast? And uh, if you wouldn't mind, also rate and review. If you rate the podcast, it really helps us kind of bump up in the rankings, which is really good because we want to just keep keep climbing the, the mountain. Started from the bottom, now we're here. You know what I mean? Started from the bottom, and now we're here. So uh, even if before you listen to this, you wouldn't mind just just clicking out real quick and uh, rating, reviewing, telling your friends. Um, you can at me. You can say don't at me, but also go ahead and at me at Nick Hand and love to continue to just uh, spread the word about the podcast. I hope that everybody had a great Mother's Day. I'm joined by my brother and Miguel as yeah. always, and uh, I know they had a good Mother's Day and uh, with their mommies, oh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we hope that you did too. And uh, today on the podcast, <laughs> today on the podcast, uh, it's going to be so lots of fun. <laughs> it's going to be so lots of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, young Jizzo. I called him Young Jizzo again. Why do I call him Young Jizzo? You know, so here's the thing about Young Jizzo is he used to be Young Jizzo, but now he goes by Jizzo because he's no longer as young as he once was. Now he's just Jizzo. Mm-hmm. He's an internationally known, his broadcaster broadcast internationally, and he is a radio DJ, amongst other things. Um, on air personality, and he's a whole lot of fun. I actually went to high school with him, so we have some history. He knew yeah. he knew me before I was me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and not too many people could say Wait, that he knew you before he, he, you knew you. He knew me before I knew me. Yeah, before I was, I was coming into my own. We used to pass each other in the halls, and uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a good thing if you didn't know me back then. But um, yeah, he's a lot of fun. It's a uh, it's a great podcast. I know that everybody's um, everybody's going to enjoy it because we talk about a lot of things that. That are are good and they're they're entertaining. Yeah, just like life is. Life is entertaining. Kind of like guys at the gym that take progress pics in the gym mirrors, <laughs> and they shouldn't be. That's entertaining. You know, it's also entertaining people who use gym equipment in a way that's not supposed to be used. That is also entertaining. Those are you, good. Those use are really it good. what it's for, dude. You ever see somebody doing like a movement? It's like that movement looks inappropriate and whatever muscle you're trying to work, you could work in another way. Like that's, those are the kinds of people that you see them at the gym. It's like, pick another exercise, bro. Like, why are we working so hard? They have machines for that. But no joke, honestly, the guys that take progress picks when there hasn't been much progress, those, and the reason I can say that because I've been there, dude, I know what it's like. My weight fluctuates like the waves of the ocean. It comes up and down, in and out. That's just how it goes. I'm working on it. I'm I'm on my way to six-pack abs by summer. We'll see. We'll post it on the podcast. Maybe we'll. Maybe I'll sit here with my shirt off and do a whole intro, just nothing but just rocks. Yep. Just just belly rocks, dude. Just, I'm for it. Just belly Belly stones, just right here, just six belly smooth stones. belly stones, just staring right at you. That's what we're gonna do. We're all gonna do it. So you better get your Bet. get yours ready too. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and we'll do we'll do that. But but seriously, <laughs> seriously though, the thing that cracks me up about people at the gym is like is the like because we've all seen them. I think that I can say because I've been there. When you work out for like a week and then you start wearing form fitting athletic gear and it's like not time yet like you should not be doing that and they're always i don't understand people that are taking snapchat pics at the gym like it just seems odd to me you guys don't think that that's odd what's i think and maybe maybe it's just weird to me because i think that it's weird that we like you're around other people dude and you're like you can always tell because there's like a certain fate it's almost like you know how some people have a 
um, a face when they look in the mirror. Yeah. Like you don't look like when you look in the mirror, you don't look at the mirror like you're looking at me. Wow. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, you do something with your face that's different. Uh-huh. Like you like engage your eyebrows different, or like you wrinkle your nose. Like that's what everybody does. Yeah. People do the same thing when they're taking a selfie on the Snapchat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people call it the Snapchat on the Snapchat. <laughs> the Snapchat. And when they do it at the gym, it's it's ten times worse. You mm-hmm. know? There's it's just I don't know. Do your sets and get out of my way. That's what I'm thinking. Do your sets, get out of my way. You're about your business. I'm about my business. I'm if I'm I'm there to get rocks, dude. If I'm there to get rocks, I'm there are to get rocks. Are we getting rock. belly rocks? Are we or getting not? belly rocks? Guys, are we getting belly rocks or are we not? We what are. are we doing? I, I, I'm and for these it. these, you know, I don't know. And then you go at 3 p.m. and it's like all the high schoolers just got out and their little twig arms and they're doing their triceps. <laughs> wow, I feel and, attacked, first of yeah, all. Yeah, you got those too. You still got your boy body. You know, and it's <laughs> what well, you do, and it's true. And one day I hope it catches up with you. And will it's I be never... sorry for you? No, I won't be I won't feel sorry for you one bit. <laughs> no. Will I laugh at you? I'll laugh at you all day long. My metabolism will never slow down. Bet. Give have you seen your... his dad though? No. Yeah, I've seen his dad. No, I, we got, we got. But you're gonna, you're I'll gonna. Implants. No, you're. <laughs> they got six no. plants. <laughs> bro, you're gonna be skinny fat, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Like skinny <laughs> Dude, fat. No. Like you ever see a guy and it's like, how come you're skinny but you're also fat? Like that's no. the thing. No, you know what I mean? Never, like take. You ever me. see somebody? They look like a kangaroo, dude. No, no, that's it's just they, like no, no, no. Think about this. It looks like a kangaroo. Like you ever seen a skinny guy take off his shirt who's not fit? He has a pouch. It's like he always has the lower belly pouch. A kangaroo. You got a kangaroo in that pouch, dude. You got a. Do you have? Are you? I'm sorry. Are you from Australia? Do you have a kangaroo in your pouch? Because I'm pretty sure that you're a kangaroo. I'm pretty sure we're in the outback. Do you know Steve Irwin? Yes, it would, bro. Bro, I bet your dad has a pouch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. You'll see. (laughs) See what happens during summer. Hey, Dad. Mr. Mr. Kangaroo. What were you gonna say? No, I was I could, like, sorry, I bulldozed there. I kept going real I did, fast. I was I got a little passionate about that kangaroo. I forgive wow. me. That was good. But honestly, I mean, there's Matt. Matt is over here. Let me get Matt in case you can't see. Matt looks like this is the kind of guy, dude. This is exactly Matt. You are exactly the kind of guy. Hang on. This is the <laughs> kind of guy. Camera. This is the kind of guy, dude. And he carries. He's like me, but he's not like me. So he carries around a gym bag like me, dude, and like a Bang Energy drink and his big old water. Yeah, flask. and a and a water flask and, and his then, nose ring. And then he does <laughs> triceps, and then he looks at his triceps in the mirror right after he does triceps because he thinks that they just grew as soon as he and did then triceps. Snapchats him. And then he and Snapchats. Snapchat, yeah. Do you know what else is ridiculous about Snapchat is streaks? You know what's and if you don't know what oh, I'm yeah. not talking about like a naked person running across the field. <laughs> I'm not talking about like the stripes and Kelly Clarkson hair in 2004. I'm talking about streaks. Streaks are when you when you what? When you you send a daily snap to someone? Back and forth. Yeah. Back and yeah. forth. Yeah. That's what it is. You do streaks too, don't you? Mm-hmm. You see you to who? Starbucks mommies. You are disgusting, dude. You are so disgusting. Here, you hold this in video, Matt, because I think I'm going to talk to you. He said he sends Snapchats to all the Starbucks mommies because Matt works at Starbucks. He's a barista. But that's, dude, you're you're, you're that guy, dude. You're the guy who you have athletic gear and you look at your triceps in the mirror you know what I mean? Yeah. You grunt when you lift, and there's you're not even lifting that much weight. You're only curling twenty <laughs> fives. Oh, he's not. Oh he's gosh, yes you do. You get your. You <laughs> also get your haircut every two weeks, right? Like calendar, don't you? And you have a nose ring. That's how I know your type, dude. <laughs> Clientele, where are Clientele. they? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where, where Bro. Oh gosh, uh, these guys. It's a dry Starbucks season. Clientele. For it's a dry season. Man, guys like that. But you know what? You can't if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm still not taking. I'm not taking progress pics at the gym ever, ever. 
Mark my words. I, like I will never. Well, okay, maybe once I get the rocks, then I will. <laughs> but but my my thing is is like when you're when you're out of the shape when you're out of the shape mm-hmm. and you're taking <laughs> pics in the mirror. On the Snapchat. Don't do it, dude. Just don't. You're embarrassing yourself and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have to see that and I have to look away. And when I have to look away, <laughs> no. it makes me feel sorry for you. Yeah, I can you, tell you're so. You're passionate you're about it, dude. I'm so this. passionate. You let them about live it. their truth, okay? If they want to take pictures. You take. pictures. I see nothing but lies. It bothers me. It bothers me because it's just like you're. Uh, you ever see somebody who's a douchebag, but they don't know they're a douchebag, <laughs> and somebody could, if they like, if I could just tell them that you're a douchebag, bro, then maybe they could turn over a new leaf. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I don't have the courage, and yet they keep doing these these things. Mm-hmm. Matt, you're a douchebag. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I love you, Matt. I love you. So if you're any one of those guys, you're the same guy. It's the same guy that wears white beaters under your T-shirts. I'm telling you, it's the same type of guy. Undershirt guy. You're the same guy who looks at your muscles in the mirror at the gym guy. They have You have mirrors at home guy. Do it at home guy. Okay? Not at the gym guy. Do it at home guy. You do that? No. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> if I went to the gym, I would. We know. For sure. Kangaroo pouch. I do have a like question, though. Just, sure. a, just a quick one. What? I think part of it is like, it's because these people, you're saying they play the part. They show up in their athletic performance through like gear, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But have you ever worn one of those shirts? Yes. Do you feel better in them? No. I feel I like it's it. squeezing me too tight. So I felt too. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, I, but it could be because I don't got rocks yet. And so it feels like it's squeezing me too tight. I got to get rocks first. Got to get rocks and then it can squeeze me too tight. But like when I, yeah, some people I'm like that. No, I'm not wearing shirts that are that tight. In fact, I wear, I'm most, I nine times out of 10 will always have a hoodie on at the gym in the summer. Cause I want to even sweat more. Dude. Really? Cause I want to get rocks. Oh, that's miserable. No, no. <laughs> more sweat. Rocks. I want to get rocks. I'm not there. To, I'm not there to show them my, I'm not there to show off myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm there to get him, get work done and get this bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm there to get this bread. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough rant. And we're thinking about starting like another episode of a podcast and just calling just, it Locker Room Talk and then just, just going, going in on people. It. Going in on people like Matt and eating them going for breakfast, for lunch, and dinner. Just, we're just eating gonna them up, put dude. people's pictures on the screen and just... just go I, we're just going to put it. a picture up and then we're going to rip Roast you apart. Them. That's what we're going to do. Oh, just... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I know you're going to enjoy today's podcast. Again, continue to tell your friends. Uh, spread the word about this. Uh, we get into some really great... A conversation with my buddy, and I know that you're gonna love it, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, Jizzo. First the barricade, now the table. The table. How does it work with um? How does it work with like your your like, um, like when you're going on air, how much prep does it take for, does it take a lot of prep? Yeah. I mean, uh, I sort of prep throughout the day, throughout the week. Like when I, uh, you know, just like everybody else, when I wake up, the first thing I do is grab my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then are I, you a routine guy? Yeah. Super routine. Are man. you? Yeah. I mean, to since the, when to the T I've always been like that really? my whole life. Yeah. I mean, I got that from my parents. Like I'm overly on time to everything. Um, if I'm not, I'm one of those people that you know if you're late if you're if you're on time you're late yeah. you know what I mean so I'm like I'm so scheduled but sometimes it kind of hurts me too so cuz why uh cuz if something's like out of my schedule oh. like it bothers me yeah. like hey do you want to go do this like uh this is the time I should do this <laughs> yeah you know what I mean so um but is it I, hard for you to go with the flow then it is 
It's, it's, it's really hard. It's yeah. something that I, I feel that I need to work on um, because I feel like I lose out on doing certain things because I'm so scheduled yeah. with my life. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's wake up, it's do this, it's get ready for work, it's work, it's the gym after work, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. eat. I got to eat in there sometime, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so when someone asks me to do something, I'm like, Ugh, I'm supposed yeah. to be doing this at this time. It kind of throws off my schedule and it like bothers me, but it's it's a sort of a bad habit. But it's it, funny too how much like that is like personality because you'll see people that um, that are like super go with the flow and they can't stand a schedule and couldn't write a schedule like for their life. Mm -hmm. And then the same, then the opposite is true. Like people that are so structured um, and something gets thrown in the mix, almost like ruins their day. Ruins yeah, yeah. Their, ruins their day. Yeah. And I'm, Do you know I'm, what you're? Are you into like personality types and? Like enneagrams and that kind of stuff. You ever taken those tests? No, I haven't. Dude, you need to do it. Enneagrams. Pull up enneagrams. Is that what it's called? Enneagrams? Is that you say it? It's weird because you've heard of like the personality types, right? Like e, I'm an ENFJ. There's like different. You know what I'm talking about? You know, no. You're like I just do radio guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just my own personality. But, but like it's basically like um, it's basically like horoscopes. Okay. But like a studied version. You know what I mean? Well, I guess horoscopes are studied too. Yeah. But it's. It helps you honestly, like understand like how your brain works, because it's funny. I think that uh, like with people, there you have these um, these things that you see as like, oh, I need like you were saying, like I need to work on that. I need to be better at that. Mm -hmm. But then, how much of it is like your psychology literally working against you? Like, yeah, yeah. Part of it is what makes you what makes you great. I think that's true for you. You've been, I mean, you've been doing radio since high like, school, right out of high school. Yeah, literally. So this has been like pretty much all I know. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, Cause side note, we went to high school together. Yeah, yeah, bullet. Yeah. I, was, I was way cooler than you back then. <laughs> he laughs. Don't he, don't make he, me bring he, up he, the hair, bro. <laughs> he knows it's not true. That's yeah. why that's why he laughed. Um, but you've honestly been doing it since since back then. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I admire about you. Like I've watched people from our class. Yeah, and you watch their lives, right? Yeah, and yeah. like everybody's trying to figure out what it is that they're going to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of them still haven't figured out, like yeah, you know crazy. what it is that they're going to do. But you literally have been. On the same trajectory, yeah, yeah, like yeah. stacking your chips since, yeah, yeah, exactly since high school. I, I mean, I've been always well organized. I had like good grades in uh, in high school. I stayed on it. I was like very disciplined. You know, I, I did sports. Um, I had goals, um, but like you said, I, I see a lot of people that we went to high school with, and it's just like they still don't. They still haven't figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, dang. But how how did you figure it out? Um, do you think that's part of your personality, though? Like, do you? Were you never baited or enticed to like, I'm going to go do something else? Um, it seemed like you knew, I mean, you knew young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I, you know, radio actually wasn't something that I thought I would initially do. Um, I knew I would have like a career job. And uh, in, in college, I decided to take an internship in radio just because I didn't have like an actual job. Mm -hmm. I was just like always like on it with school. Um, and then I took the internship and I just sort of like fell in love with, you know, radio doing sort of doing what we're doing right now yeah. and uh and once i like something like i'm gonna attack it and i'm not gonna give up on it and, and that's what i did um and then i finally got hired on part-time and then i've just grown and i continue to grow throughout my career now so yeah man i i just stay on things i mean i don't let things distract me i don't uh, i don't go off course um so like you said that's that's been me my whole life i mean has there ever been anything that you thought maybe i maybe i will dip and go do that instead 
uh, like other than this career? Yeah. Um, no, I, I like this industry, but I'd like to maybe go other places with it. Like I'd like to do TV would be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I start, I do some video stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like music. So anything that's tied to music and entertainment is like where I want to be. I mean, yeah. What does the future of radio really look like? Because radio, I mean, it's changed so much probably since when you got into it. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it, everything, like, you know, is streaming, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, what our company has done is, like, really embrace that. Mm -hmm. So we have, like, the, the iHeartRadio, right. which is a streaming service. So that's, like, a big... I always think of Ryan Seacrest when I hear iHeartRadio. Is that, yeah. Are they not, like... I don't know why I think that. Well, I mean, he's, he's part he's of our like, company. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, the man in our company. Right. I mean, so... He's like the king. Do you know him? Uh, I've never met him, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, he's really dope at what he does, and yeah. I don't understand how he fits everything he does in one day. I mean, this mm -hmm. dude's on TV, he's on radio, he's got shows, he's a producer. Yeah, I mean, so like someone like him is like where I would want to be. Yeah, you know I mean, um, so shout out to Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> Seacrest is the man. Do you remember when he was like first starting out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he started out. Uh, I mean, he he was always on Kiss FM. And so he was he, doing, before Idol and all that, he yeah, was Yeah, yeah, so he was in radio in L.A., and then that's how he got the gig for American Idol, and then obviously that took off, so that took off his career, yeah. and then he just been doing it since then. It's funny how that works, too. Like, it always seems like it's, like, it can be the most random thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, you know, one little thing will just take take off, you know what I mean? Have you had, dis I mean, like, you know how most people talk about in the journey to, like, become what they want to become? There's hardship. There's uh, there's difficult times that you got to kind of push through. That's why I asked, like, have you ever had the temptation to jump ship and do something else? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to push through the pain of growth. Growth growth requires pain. Yeah, like, yeah. You know for what sure. I mean? Like that's just that's just a part of it. You have to embrace uncertainty. You have to embrace. Um, unknowns, mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. Have you had those those I, moments for you? Or? I did in the beginning, and it's funny that you brought that up because there was times, you know, when I was doing the internship, like you don't get paid, yeah, and you're just like, you know, I'm working all these hours, like once, and then there was opportunities where, uh, like, there was openings, mm -hmm. but I wasn't like picked, and then you get obviously frustrated. Yeah, is this for me? Then you got like other people in my ear, like, man, you just need a job, and I'm yeah. just like, that's cool. But this is what I really want to attack. You know what I mean, in the meantime, I'm still good. I'm still going to school. I'm still living at home. Um, but it's just like, yeah, there was that time where it's like, is this for me? Then you finally get on. You get excited. And then, you, you know, I was moving up. But then there was, of course, those times where it just kind of felt like I was just being idle for a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, dang, all right, I'm not growing. Yeah. What do I do next? And then, like, more opportunities come towards you. So I, a lot of people within the company, like, outside the company and other cities have been reaching out to me for different stuff so that's that's Still been exciting now? yeah yeah that's been, so my network has been and gotten bigger are you gonna leave the no you know it's 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 been in my head for a while um mm -hmm. but like anything else i'm just waiting for the right opportunity so yeah. in the meantime though it, it's been good to me i'm born and raised here so yeah it's, it's been good but i wouldn't be opposed to it yeah yeah there's a lot of assumption, though, which I think is interesting to talk to you and hear kind of like how routine and seemingly, I mean, like disciplined like you you are. Mm -hmm. There's an assumption about people like within entertainment that all they do is party and, you know, girls and yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole. I mean, and yet that is a part of, of you know, your shtick and mm -hmm. what you do. And I mean, that's a lot of your, your clientele and things like that. Mm -hmm. How do you keep from getting baited into things that could i don't know i mean the, the people you know blow their lives a lot of times by, oh, yeah, yeah, by not sure. even i don't even think it's about the vices i think it's about 
just the lack of focus yeah. and lack of discipline to say, okay, there's a there's a space for that in my life, but that's not real life. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're going to be something, you have to be be serious. It, how do you stay on that, uh, on that yeah. path being in the industry? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially in my industry, there's a lot of temptation. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but the way I look at it is like I've worked so hard that I'm not going to make a, a stupid decision that's going to take me off course. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of that is is how I was raised. You know what I mean? My mm-hmm. dad was very disciplined to me. Um, you know, I, w- I was one of those kids that if I got like a, a B minus, it was like you're in trouble. You oh, know really? What I mean? So yeah. I've always just had that like uh, I don't want to say like fear, but just like I don't want to mess up. You know what I mean? I still have that inside of me. Uh, that what my dad has put into me, like, don't do anything stupid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's always going through my head in, in every decision that I make. And, you know, I don't want to lose what I've worked so hard for because I, I wanted to go do something stupid. So yeah. that's kept me on course. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're very aware of, of yeah, where yeah, it yeah. take you. Self-aware. Which is, is it weird? Because I do think that, like, it's the world we live in, like, because that's, that's also part of your. I mean, that's what you what you talk about every day, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the stuff that's interesting to people. Yeah, you, yeah. you do your, uh, you know, do you do you do like your asking for a friend segment mm-hmm. that you do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's always usually centered around relation, relationship, yeah, yeah. like yeah. trauma or yeah, gossip, exactly. or is this appropriate or this not appropriate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to sling opinions about it. And yeah, when yeah. you listen to the radio and you're listening to a morning show or an afternoon show. People want to want that's the stuff people want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. So people want to talk about real life drama all the time. So obviously, I you know I cater to that, and Mm -hmm. I have my own opinions about it. Um, And uh, you know, people have their opinions about it. Uh, But obviously, I'm not going to go down a road that's going to mess me up in my career. Um, But uh, you know, it's 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 entertainment for other people to see you know what I have to say or what other people have to say. So it's 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 something that I highlight. Mm-hmm. You know, on, and in my show and and on videos and you know the dramas like what people want to hear, whatever. It's funny, it's entertainment, but you know at the end of the day, that's just what it is. Entertainment. What is your? Have you had any like awkward on air moments? Like your most awkward? Um, you know, interviews could be awkward sometimes. Right. Yeah, I mean, some of the artists you think they might be cool and they're just not giving you nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what if you were just talking to yeah, me right now and I'm like, just like one yeah, word answers? Yes like, it no would be, answers. Yeah, it'd be awkward. So there's there's been those uh-huh. those times, but, you know, not so bad. Um, you know, when people call in, I don't ever take live calls. So never? Never, no. That's, no. Bro. So even if it sounds live, it's not really, it's yeah, not yeah, like really live? No, I, uh, you know, I pre-record that stuff and because if someone cusses, then I get in trouble, yeah. you know what I mean? Or if they say something stupid and, yeah. You know, people. people so, are there standards stuff. like that? Like, can you not? You can't cuss on. I mean, on bra- what is what is it considered if it's not online? Like, if it's just like like, like public radio. Yeah, it's just public radio. Yeah, basically. Are there so- different rules though? Because like a podcast form, I mean, you can say whatever you want, or like. Uh, yeah, like- so you got we got FCC rules, okay. Obviously, so if somebody like heard it and they wanted to make, file a complaint, then yeah, we can get in trouble. We can get fined all that, you know what I mean? So obviously uh, we, we don't cross those lines, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but there has been times where people, you know, human nature, they slip up or whatever. I've luckily never slipped up. Um, yeah. If I did, I just hope no one reports me <laughs> or I don't get caught. But uh, yeah, so that's the reason why I screen, screen the calls would be the radio term um, because I'm not trying to put somebody on air and they just start cussing up a storm. I mean, we do have like a delay 
in a yeah. dump button, you know, where it's like 10 seconds and right. I, I could catch it before it actually hits the airwaves. Um, but I don't even want to do that. So that's it gets messy that way. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like the um, I think about the Super Bowl thing with the Janet Jackson. And yeah, the, the slip up. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how did <laughs> how do they like how do they not catch it? Like, yeah, are yeah. things really live like that? Yeah. I feel like somebody was like, we're going to let this go live, boys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like somebody had to like make that. the call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they want to stir up controversy. I'm probably so that gonna... guy, though. Like, I'm probably <laughs> going like, to let this slip just in. Let, just, let's just ride the wave and, and, see, and see, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's unfortunate, man, but, you know. It happens. it happens. Yeah. But that's what's funny to me is how um, American culture is so weird to me because the things that we laugh about on one day will also ridicule and point fingers at the next. Yeah. You know, I, you look at that in like American humor, right? Mm-hmm. Like we laugh at jokes about, I don't know, sexual harassment, about all these kinds of things. And then the next morning when the headline hits, nobody wants to laugh about these things exactly. anymore. So it's kind of a weird... Um, I think especially for people that are in the public eye and mm-hmm. especially for people that are, have jobs like you to to know where is that line all the time. Yeah, it's tough. You, you know, know like how do, how do I know what I can say and what I can't say without being on the chopping block tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, especially this day and age, uh, it's, it's gotten real sensitive. You know what I mean? Sometimes I do, I'll do, like especially if I'm making videos and, you know, we'll say something and I'm just like... Ugh. Should we do that? Yeah, you know I mean, because I could feel, I could see this side. I can see yeah. someone saying this. I can see someone saying that. So, uh, or there's times I'm just like, you know what? Like, let's just let it fly. You yeah. know, what I mean? this is how I feel. We're just gonna say it. But yeah, there's all those times where you're thinking about like, are we crossing the line by yeah, saying yeah, that? Right. You know what I mean, um, and especially nowadays, you know, it, it gets out, it gets out there so fast. There's there's so many platforms for people to reach out to you directly and yeah. It's just, it's tough, yeah. So. Especially with, um, I think when, when it comes to like m- taking a stand, I know for me, it it's always the conversation is, is it worth it? Like, yeah. is the risk of standing up for this or making the statement, even if it is an opinion, like, am I, am I willing to go to bat for this? Like, is it something that I believe, you know, in that much on that level with mm-hmm. serious stuff? I feel like the the part that's a lot of times harder is the comedy, is the humor, which is also like a huge part of, of entertainment. Yeah. You know, and you look at the, I mean, you look at the greats that, <laughs> the ones that don't care, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that are like, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to say. I feel like there's a part of us, part of us, uh, or part, something in all of us that like admires, admires that. They say what they feel, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, so many of us aren't really willing to to do that. Yeah, exactly. And and that's a... it's it's funny that you bring that up because at, at what point is it okay? Because it seems like it could be okay for a stand up to say something yeah. while he's doing his act, yeah. but then if a regular person says that same exact thing, like you cross a line. So is it okay that he says it because it's right. part of his job? Right. You know what I mean. So then I ask myself that question. You know what I mean? It, it, it's and it's it's such a it, I, there's not like clear answers. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? even f- some of them have been getting in trouble for what they've been saying. Right. And it's just like, well, they're comedians, they're jokes. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, but that's the double standard. Yeah, like, exactly. You literally <laughs> never know. Like I could be ridiculed for whatever tomorrow. You know, exactly. people people hear, I think, what they want to hear and they fixate on what they want to fixate on. And the sad part of it is it's almost whatever catches the headline or whatever gets the most likes or whatever gets the most yeah. views. Mm-hmm. There's never, um, 
Like stuff that is just factual and boring never makes the headlines. No. People want the gossip or they even want the like drama. the positive stuff never makes the no. headlines. Yeah, yeah. it like, has to be controversial. Yeah, exactly. I almost think that you, if you're in that industry, though, you kind of have to like own that or be okay with that in in some way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've got to like talk about it. I guess um, you can have your opinion one way or another, but you you it's definitely what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's what drives ratings or you know stuff like that. But I don't dive in too much of like the gossip stuff. If you if you listen to more of like what I talked about, I like to talk about interesting things. I like to talk more pop culture type of stuff. I don't really get into the serious like i'll never talk politics on right. my radio show it's just i mean there's a station for that yeah i mean i don't i don't dive into those like serious things like abortion or things like that yeah i mean just i i leave that alone i i want to make people laugh more yeah. than i want people think like oh my god he's got you know uh, well you got to choose what you're what you're going to be like what you're going to be known for i think mm-hmm. in some ways i heard a statement about authenticity and the person was talking about the thing about being authentic, authenticity always will attract, like it attracts your audience, but authenticity will also repel a certain yeah, audience. It's that balance. And there's no, there's, there, there's, you're never going to be the person that attracts and just attracts. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have somebody that, you know, doesn't like your radio show, doesn't like your podcast, doesn't like your music. Yeah. So I think that there is something important about, about the authentic thing because you see people that, if you cater too much to what what people want, you get an audience that isn't really even your audience. Yeah, they don't even like you for you or for you know your on air personality or what you bring to the table. Yeah, um, you know, and then you're almost. Do you ever? I don't know if you ever feel that. I feel that sometimes, or I, I have to fight that. The the um, I have to fight the urge to be baited into just giving people what they want. Yeah, rather than what you want to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's hard when you're it's hard when you're in entertainment or you're doing something, you know. Like I think about this that is for you know it's for a public audience. Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time to um, put forth something that you still that's very authentic to you. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, like you you want to be an authentic person, but then. You could turn some people off, but then you you so you want to cater to your audience, but you don't want to just cater to them and not be real to yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a balance. And I love that, but to me, like those are the people that I love. The people that I love the most, the people that we're talking about, that like, oh, dude, you shouldn't have said that, but you don't care, and like people love you, love you because of that. You yeah, know? it's like there's a, and I think too, like certain people. It's almost like leadership. Like you can't just you can't just lead based upon your role. Like true leadership happens when you're respected. When yeah, you've, yeah. When you've earned a space or a place to say something, and people want to follow. I think that it's the same in 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 a career. You know, when there's when there's some sense of longevity, it seems like you. It's permissible for you to say certain things that maybe other people can't say. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know. But at the same time, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. I think that it's interesting because sometimes it's the uh, sometimes it's the lack of restraint that also puts people on the map. Yeah, I think about artists like Katy Perry. I mean, she was making music for years and all that, but not. It seems like not until she got like super controversial that like people just started turning heads. Like I remember when I kissed a girl came out and yeah. right and like that took the world by storm. Now she she's not like that. I mean, she's not as she didn't seem as like edgy yeah. as she was, but it almost seemed like it was that edginess 
that got people to look at her. Yeah, people want personality and edginess. Same thing with athletes. You know, the quiet athlete is always the athlete that doesn't really get many of the endorsements. But then it's the loud athlete that dances on the field, that says things in the media. He's making all the money. He's getting all the fans. It's right. like people like that. You know what I mean? Um, isn't that uh, kind of sad though? Yeah. Like, isn't it sad <laughs> that we're like that? Yeah. Like, oh, we want like the the bad person. Or, I mean, I don't know. But it's, that's what's so freaking weird to yeah. me about humans is yeah. like, we want that, but then we judge and we, we yeah, you, know, exactly. what, you know what I mean? We tear people down for that same thing. So then, so then what is it then? I don't know. Like, it's just, the, it's, we don't pay attention to things that are just to like just great people like yeah. like I mean think I mean you, you know what just, it is it's 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 those people are boring yeah quote you know what I mean? exactly it's just like oh they do everything by the book that's not fun you yeah know what I mean I want to see this guy that's doing the outlandish he's saying yeah. things it's crazy it might offend me a little bit at times but that's more entertaining to do me. you think that we do that though because we wish we could be like that like sometimes I wonder with people like do we do we pay attention to the people that are are you know do are really just being fully them and saying crazy stuff not because we like the crazy stuff but mm -hmm. because there's a a part of us that wants to be that that want or that wants to have the feel like we have the freedom yeah to voice how we really feel or voice what we really believe without yeah, yeah. the fear of the repercussions of what that could bring that's true you know almost like living through them yeah 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 I mean, you, it's like the same thing that when um, a lot of times people, I mean, you, you learn this in like psychology, but a lot of people that will try to tear you down for your boldness or tenacity to go after your dream, the reason that they tear you down and try to keep you from going after your dream is because they don't have the courage That's true. to pursue their own. Yeah, yeah. So rather than me squaring my shoulders and say, I'm going to go after this no matter what anybody thinks... I try to discourage you or talk you down. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, or you know, shame you for your pursuits. But really, it's not you. Mm -hmm. Really, it's it's this, you. It's me. It's, yeah, exactly. You know. So I wonder sometimes how how much that is connected. You know, our, yeah, it kind of goes back to that, like being a hater. You know what I mean, yeah. like you, like you can't do it, so you want to see someone else like not be able to do it too. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like pulling people down. It's it's the crabs in a bucket mentality. Yeah. What is that? It's like, you know, like when crabs are trying to get out, but then mm -hmm. like the other crabs are kind of like pulling uh, them down with them. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to this uh, friend of mine. She does Broadway and she was talking about how like she thinks in our society, especially in entertainment, there's so much like confidence and lack, which is the principle of because you have success, there's no there's not enough success for me too. Mm -hmm. so rather than each and every one of us realizing that we have something authentic and unique that we bring to the table, I tell people like. You have something that when you do it, just by the mere fact that you're like an individual, nobody, like for you, nobody mm -hmm. can do radio like you mm -hmm. because you're you. Mm -hmm. They can try to be you, but they will never be able to do it like you do it. Exactly. That is a weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if we would all like embrace that and realize that no, no matter what industry I go into or what I go after, as long as I focus on being the best version of myself, Yourself, yeah, right? Like yeah. being disciplined to actually strengthen the giftings and the abilities or the talents, the skills that I have, uh, being disciplined or, or having, having routines. Like if I stick with that, there's really enough success for everybody because we're all so authentically made. Yeah. And, yeah. and created and here, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. uh, and it seems like... Uh, so much of the time we just we forget that man you know i think sometimes people just like 
they see what people have and, and they want that, but they don't realize that they could also do that. Maybe they're being lazy. They don't want to attack it. Like, yeah. oh, man, why does that person have that? Yeah. I mean, well, it's like you have something, too. Yeah. Maybe you haven't found it yet. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're not working hard enough at it. Right. But, yeah, every, like you said, everybody can do what they do in their own industry their own way. I mean. And it's it's a discovery process, I feel like, too. Like, yeah, yeah. figuring out, you know, so many people are like, I do think that that's the false illusion that a lot of people that are success, they, they we and there's not necessarily a space for it, but it's hard. You don't always hear the journey and the struggle. Like, I think that when we hear that, when we hear, like, when people are honest about, like, I didn't always know. I yeah. stumbled into this. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, like, you even saying, like, I didn't, I kind of just yeah, stum- stumbled really into did. it. Yeah, I took an but internship I, I think and here I am. <laughs> so many people think, like, oh, I don't know what to do because I don't know my passion. You know, mm-hmm. I heard somebody say one time, if you don't know your passion, follow your curiosity. Like, what are you curious about? What are things that spark your interest? And being willing to, you know, to to walk that out. Yeah, that's you know? a good way to look at it. And and fig- and realize that I, the way I, li- I like to say it is I, I do think that in our society, we force people into lanes too much. Like the whole stay in your lane concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we almost like contain people into whatever. If you're going to be a radio DJ, then you just be a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're yeah. going to be, uh, if you're going to be an athlete, then you stay in the athlete bubble. And I think the damage with that is, is I think that so many of us have, I think my opinion is that we're put on the face of this planet to exhaust our potential. And I think that there's so many people because society forces them into a lane, they never exhaust the full potential yeah. of who they're supposed to fully become. Yeah, exactly. You like you, you could be so much more than what you already are. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that stay in your lane mentality has maybe got you discouraged. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe this is all I need to do. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe if you took a chance over here, right. maybe you could you'd be even greater at that. You know yep. I mean, but maybe you're scared. People yep. have knocked you down for it. Yeah. One I think too, I've been um, one of the conversations I've been having with people a lot is like how in uh, in our society we're we're really addicts to comfort. Like we like comfort, and and a lot of people even in their pursuit of success, they want to be successful so that they can be comfortable. Yeah. Like that's the goal, yeah. right? Like if I can just get there, then I can chill. Yeah. But the problem with that is, to me, that goes back to the conversation we're having is that there's that almost is your cap. Like yeah. that almost becomes your ceiling then. And you can never become anything past that. Like the hunger that we are so big on culturally, like, right. Like stay hungry, like, mm-hmm. get this bread. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, secure the bag. Yeah. yeah secure the bag. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's a mentality that you, you almost have to, to never lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you call it curiosity, whether you be, call it, you know, following your passion mm-hmm. or, uh, where that may lead you, like constantly staying on that journey. Yeah, you see a, a lot of the, you know, people, some of the greats, uh, that they were never content, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm so successful, but I, I want to be more successful. Yeah. I'm a billionaire, but I, I can have even more, you know what right. I mean? And I think that needs to be the mentality, because even for myself, you know, I'm human, sometimes I'm content. I mean, and sometimes I just got to really snap myself out of it. Like, okay, let me do something that's going to like make me not feel content. Let me feel refreshed a little bit. Let me, let me go, let me go outside of the box a little bit, because if I stay right here, then it's going to be boring. I might start to get depressed because I feel like nothing's changing around me, but I got to make the change. I mean, don't, don't ever stay content in what you're doing. Uh, You're never going to be greater. 
Yeah. Yeah. People let themselves get old way too fast. And yeah. when I when I think of like get old, I'm talking about like I'll tell people like don't let yourself get old and I'm not talking about age. I think old is when you no longer try things that are new, mm-hmm. no longer try things that make you uncomfortable. There's something about being young, everything is a fresh experience and you almost get like butterflies in your stomach like I've never done this before I don't know yeah. what this is going to feel like but then when you get old it's like everybody you know I've done that I know what this is like and that's where the comfort sets in yeah and when you get old like that not an age but a mentality that's when you become irrelevant like yeah. that's where you have I mean you look at people's lives and you look at them and you're like it's so sad yeah, yeah. it's almost as sad yeah you know? exactly and then you see these guys that are like in their 50s 60s 70s like still crushing it and what is the difference? Well, one got comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're like, well, now I just retire and just sit sit and fish and drink yeah, and just let my life, my life. Yeah. yeah. But then the ones that 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 even guys that are our, our age, we you almost think of them as as like um almost like as is is like counterparts or people that are on the same playing field with you, even though they're forty years down the road from where yeah. where you're at. But because their mentality is like in the same hungry space. Yeah, exactly. You know, to like be going after it. Yeah, you got to attack new goals. Yeah. You know I mean, set set different goals or you're going to be content. Complacency is like one of the worst things you can do. Mm-hmm. And I know human nature is like if you're comfortable, everything's cool right now. I'm just going to ride this out. That's that's not the way to go. I mean, how have you found like how do you set goals where um like it's like the the path is not clear. I think that entertainment is interesting like this because if you if you want to become a lawyer, mm-hmm. you go to law school, and then after you're done with law school, you can maybe you can intern with somebody, learn how the business is ran. Then you can either start your business or you can go work for a, a branch company. Yeah. And there's like a clear trajectory for how this works. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is tough because it's not like that. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you can't say I want to be a superstar. Yeah, let me go to superstar school. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's, there's no steps for it. You no, know I mean? yeah. there's not. And sometimes I feel like that's why people in the arts don't get taken seriously. And that's like a soapbox for me. Like that I get so true. I get it's so a, frustrated. Yeah, with that. It's, it's not a real job. Right. Yeah. And but the reason people say it's not a real job is only because there's not a clear cut trajectory for that. Yeah. P- guarantee you, and I guarantee that you've seen this and you probably have lived this. Every musician that has ever made it big, every radio DJ, every person in entertainment mm-hmm. who has ever made it big, they've stacked their chips for a lot of, a lot of them, just as long as the person that's gone to law school, yep. they just did it in the shadows and they were putting out music that nobody ever listened to. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Year after year after year. Yeah, they weren't just a celebrity overnight. You no. know I mean, they, they, they put in the footwork. Right. Um, uh, they 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 made music that no one was listening to, right. and then you know it it took it took these they took these steps too. They didn't necessarily maybe go through college for it or no. take tests to get there or or get a degree, but they definitely took the steps to get there. We yeah. just always see the end result. Yeah, you know I mean, but they've been putting in the work. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Was that ever hard? Like, did you ever experience that flack of dude get do something with you know, like that where you weren't taken seriously for your. Yeah, I mean, I've been told, you know, especially when I was first getting into it, like, uh, that's not a real job. Yeah. Like, why? Is is a real job me going in a nine to five and, and being stressed at the end of the yeah. day? It, because, I, you know, because it's a nine to five. Yeah. Is, is that a real job? Yeah. Is it not a real job because you see me happy all the time? And, and, and See, that's yeah. the real stinger, though. Right yeah. There, you know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, a real job is I, I want to see this guy waking up early, going to work, coming home. And have this routine of this nine to five, you know, 
depressed at work and it's like they don't see that they see that i'm having fun with my job i like my job yeah. and it's like oh that's not a real job well, why which, so I, which still like probably comes back to their self-reflection, right? Like yeah, exactly. Usually the people that say that kind of stuff are the people that um, feel imprisoned by the life that they've created. Yeah. I see that all the time. Yeah. I, I've actually had to... There's been times in my life where I've had to check myself because I've seen, you know, you look at people that are successful or doing things or accomplishing things. And if you're not careful, and I think it's part of the comparison conversation, but if you see it on social media, you see it... Um, wherever I guess social media is the main place we see it, but we see people being successful, and it's funny if you're if you're not like patrolling your own soul, there's like a part of you that'll almost like be irritated with someone else's success. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a weird thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And what's weird about it is when you, if you're honest and like self evaluate, the reason that I think a lot of times you get discouraged is because you're not fully content or happy with your pursuits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. They're going for it. They're risking it all. And yeah. here you are comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so rather than realize you can do that too, you dude. You can do that too, Like yeah. you can do it too. Like yeah. if you would, if you'd shake it off, let go of the expectations of people and be willing to risk, yeah. right? Like you could, you could be doing those things too. You know, sometimes it's, uh, it's fear. You yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's that whole scared of change mentality. You know, I find myself doing thinking about that too. Sometimes, like, get out of your comfort zone, yeah, because you never know. Yeah, I mean, no one has ever rode the comfort zone to success. Never. You know I mean, it's 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 been hardships. It's it's been taking the risk. It's it's been I only have a few dollars in my pocket, but yeah. I'm gonna go do it. I mean, you hear the success stories all the time. Yeah, I was broke. I yeah. mean, and then they just attacked what they did. Yeah. So it's 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 get out of that comfort zone. It's it's don't be scared. It's it's go out there and attack it. Go it's for right. it. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's really what, what it takes is an ability to you have to decide if you're willing to risk it or not. Yeah, yeah. Risk it for the biscuit. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like really like the, the being able to like conquer your fear, look fear in the face and say you got to be willing to say this may not work, but mm -hmm. I'm okay with it not working. Yeah, exactly. Because I I want to I want to risk it. I think people are uh, scared to fail too much. Yeah. But I mean, you hear it from uh, famous people all the time is that they failed, but they learned from it. You know what I mean, so if you're not willing to fail, um, you're not willing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And it, what's what's weird to me, or I guess the sad part is, is like most of that like conversation that we're even having is not like foreign to humans these days. Yeah. Like we all know we should risk more. Yeah. We all know we shouldn't be afraid of going for it. Yeah. We all know all the power statements of live your truth and yeah, be exactly. yourself and you know, like <laughs> yeah. be authentic. Yet the brutal reality is most of us will never do that. Mm -hmm. You hear it all the time. Um, you know, you hear the inspiration speeches, you hear the go out there and get it. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be that. And then you just see they don't do it. I mean, why? Why do you think we're like that? I, th I think it just goes back to that fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I really think it is because it's like it sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to do it. But when it's all said and done, are you really going to? Yeah. yeah. That's where it's at. Like, uh, no, I'm good where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird, too, like how fast if you if you don't do it, like if you're not intentional, you wake up and 10 years are gone. Yeah. Like it's like, whoa, I was going to do that. And it's been six months and I haven't done anything. Yeah, It's that procrastination. You know what I mean, yeah. like, uh. It's funny that every time uh, New Year's comes around, you know, we always talk about it on the radio. What's your New Year's resolution? And, you know, people this, that, and the third. And I'm always like, 
And people always ask me, what's yours? And I go, I never have one because when I want to make a change, I make it in the moment. Why yeah. Why wait? I mean, why yeah. put something off? Because then that's just going to lead me to procrastinate. And, and procrastination can be turned into a habit. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. yeah for, so. I mean, for most people, I yeah, think exactly. it is, you know? Yeah. And even when you say that it's not, it, it is. Like yeah. you find yourself in that in that pit, that endless routine. Like of, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Yeah. What are you doing with it? You know, it's not like, a, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the the famous people, they don't have, you know, 28 hours. Right. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have the same 24. Yeah. They're just, they're they're maximizing their yeah. day. And know? it's really in the simplest things. I was talking with somebody the other day and they were telling me that like with their kids, they do this thing. It was a mom and she was telling me like, she has like uh, two kids at home and she says that, um, she tells them like when we like we're gonna clean the house and we're only gonna do thirty minutes, but if all three of us do thirty minutes, like that's that's an hour and a half worth of work. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was thinking, I'm like, that's so simple. Yeah. But like all of a sudden, like I was like a light bulb moment for me. You know what I mean? Where did like, they come up with this? Right, yeah. <laughs> like if you would just put in, I think if people would just be disciplined in the little, like whatever your dream is, dude. I get it. You're working a nine to five because maybe you can't be full time in yeah. what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. But what if you put in an hour a day? Yeah. What if you put just in just a little bit? What if you just were consistent thirty minutes a day for the entire year, and yeah. every single day you put thirty? Well, you. would You'd, you'd be a whole lot further along. Than yeah, it's you- funny. The biggest excuse that I always hear is I, I don't have time. Yeah. You, know, you hear that one a lot. A lot you yeah. know? And then, it, well, how does Ryan Seacrest have time to do all right. everything that he right. does? You know what I mean? Or uh, I can't go to the gym because I don't have time. Right. Well, what time do you wake up? Right. Wake up earlier. Right. Go to sleep earlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's 24-hour gyms. Like, what's the excuse, you know? I feel like I would hate being coached by you. You're just <laughs> yeah. like, well, then get up earlier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just never understood that mentality, you know what I mean? When people, like, my biggest pet peeve is people being late. You know, yeah. I, I, I hate that. And it's yeah. like, well, I it's like, yo, I, I'm not late. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm never late. Yeah. Why well, I have to go do this? All right, we'll start earlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to go drop <laughs> off my kid. Okay, start earlier. Yeah, start early. Get up. Get up. Like it's not that hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I woke up a little earlier for this, but I didn't. I was here on time. You know yeah. What I mean? I've heard it said like we overestimate what we can do in a short amount of time, and then we underestimate what we could do in a long amount of time. You know what I mean? Over yeah, over time. So really like, so like people. We think I'm gonna get this done by tomorrow, and just give me a week, and all, and you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and if really you would just, you would just like buckle down and say, okay, I'm gonna do a little bit every day, yeah, for the whole year, yeah. Like you could achieve so much more, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, you can you can knock it all out in a day, or you could chip at it. Yeah, yeah. Got to eat an elephant a bite at a time, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get your name? Uh, all right, so uh, my real I'm name. Sure you get, I'm sure you get that question. Yeah, like yeah, all the I time. do. So my real name, obviously Joe, and this actually goes back to high school. Um, so at the time, I think it was Jay Z had a song. It was called like H to the Izzo, mm-hmm. Hova, mm-hmm. H to the Izzo. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So some of my friends used to be like, Oh, J to the Izzo, you know, Joe, J to the Izzo, yeah. and then that just kind of turned into Jizzo, and it just like stuck with me. And then when I got into radio, they're like, You got a nickname? And I was like, Well, a few of my friends call me this, and they're how come they didn't like your real name? Because you have a strong, your last name is Nino. I'm mean, Nino is cool, but the, the only thing about it is like no one would ever say it right. You know? oh, yeah. and, and especially when it, yeah. when you, when you print it, like yeah. it's you, because it has the little, uh, the little accent the, yeah. mark over yeah. it. And like no one can ever figure it because you actually literally have to put in a code to right. make the N uh-huh. with the little accent yeah. over it. So, and print all the time, it never shows up. It shows up Nino. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just not going to roll with that. <laughs> See you on Yeah, just, I kept it. But. How long are you going to keep the young part though? Because you're not, 
You're not 18 I anymore. Actually don't, you know what I mean? I actually don't say it on the radio anymore. What, the young I, part? Yeah, the young when part. When did you ditch it? Maybe like you? five years ago. Really? Yeah, but uh, for Did almost, you like think about it and we're like, you know what? I did. I'm not, I did. A, I'm not that yeah, young anymore. Yeah, I'm not anymore. young anymore. Um, I mean, there's, yeah. It's like Lil Bow Wow. Yeah, you know it's what just I mean? At some point, you got to... Little yeah, so Wayne, you're not so little man. He's <laughs> maybe it's more of a height thing. You know yeah, it's I mean? just like he's like a little person. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna change. That's not gonna change. That will be the same. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how I got the name. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite segment to do on on, on radio right now? So at three o'clock, I do my three o'clock question. That's uh-huh. been really fun, and, and people always ask me like, "Where do you come up with these questions?" I mean, it could be something simple like, "What's your favorite kind of food?" I don't know, uh-huh. or it could be like, "Who's." the greatest superhero of all time mm-hmm. or whatever. And I literally just go throughout the day. If I see something on social media, I screenshot it. You should see yeah. my phone. I just have nothing but screenshots. Yeah. And I just see stuff online. Oh, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to do this. Or if we're having a conversation, like, oh, Nick said something cool. I'm going to write yeah. that down and not give him credit for it. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so that's where I come up with these things. I mean, it's prep. Prep is like, that's what you need. Prep. There's there's so much. Um, it's so interesting, too, like the and it's, I guess it's people that maybe are used to running on, on maybe they're just their talent. How many people like don't put in the prep work or yeah. don't even realize how important that like is. Yeah. Like, um, I talk to people sometimes like, well, what were you, what are you doing today? Like you, do you have a plan for today? Like, no, I just get up and, and go, you know what yeah. I mean? And some of that I think goes back to kind of like the reoccurring theme of what we're talking about. I think you become less productive where the, when there isn't the, the plan. Yeah. And for me, like... I forget more thoughts than I remember. Yeah. Like the most frustrating thing to me is to be, you know, thinking about something I want to talk about or something my, oh, that's really good. And yeah. then you go, what was that thing again? The next day, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, well, you got to write it down. What was that question? You know, it's funny you said that because uh, I feel, I think I heard, I think Will Smith was talking about this. Like you're either born with it or you mm. work for it. You know, mm. you have the skill or you build the skill. And I've always wow. saw myself as somebody that I wasn't necessarily born with a lot of talent. Yeah. I'd be the first person to be like, talent wise on air, I'm not the greatest, mm-hmm. but I work for that skill. You know what yeah. I mean, like if you if you knew me and you knew me, I was pretty quiet. Yeah. Even yeah. you know, if I don't really know you, I don't say much. Right. And that's why a lot of people that see me now from high school, like you're in radio, like you are quiet. <laughs> yeah. Like I still kind of am. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just a different. Like once the the mic comes on, I'm a different person. I, yeah. I bring that skill out. It's a skill yeah. that I've built. I work for that skill. So yeah. there's some people that just have it. You know, you can yeah. turn on a mic and they just have it. They were born to just talk. They're really good. For me, I build these skills, and maybe that's why I am the way I am. I've just I've learned to just build these skills of being on time, being a hard, a hard worker, um, not forgetting things, uh, writing things down. My prep is like really good because I know I almost have to like make up for the lack of talent that I wasn't born with. Mm. Um, so it's just like a skill that I've built, and I continue to build my skill and craft my work. Well, really, I mean, those are the those are the ones that really become the greats. The, yeah, the, exactly. cha- the challenge with the people, and I see this all the time, man. The challenge with the people that it all just comes a little too easy. They take it for granted. They take it for granted. And then when they experience adversity, they don't know how to push through it because they never learn how to work. Because talent usually gets them through it, but sometimes it, it doesn't. Yeah. And it's just like... You're eventually going to hit a ceiling. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't understand. How come I can't get through this? Yeah. Like, well, you have to work at this yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, your talent's not going to get you through this. And it's the people, like, it's even just the little things, like learning to be okay with hearing no. Yeah. Like, that is the, 
it's it's actually a really difficult thing. And yeah, if you don't have the disciplines in your life, to me, that's why I think routines are, are really powerful. Like the things that you're talking about, whether it be the simple things like going to the gym or doing, because it builds up like your pain tolerance almost. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To where when some when you're like, hey, I have this great idea, and they say that's a stupid idea. No. Yeah. That you can that you that you don't recluse or just become like a hermit. Like, oh, I guess I'm stupid, and yeah. I guess my ideas are bad because that's it's so human. Yeah. But like your pain threshold yeah like how much can you handle is it's, built through i think the work that you're talking because about because i've been denied yeah. times i've been yeah. you know not given the job opportunity so i, I know how to like almost take that more you know I mean? right and yeah. you so you can push through the the, the nose yeah, yeah the nose and the no you don't got it or it's not good enough and still say okay i'm gonna hustle to me those those are the i mean will smith you know what i mean yeah. he has the talent but you don't you can't reinvent yourself in your 50s like he has and yeah, become exactly. like this you know, incredible continues to be a phenomenon like their mm-hmm. family without the hustle. Yeah, exactly. Without the the work part, and mm-hmm. at the same time, um, you know, not allowing the the work to become your identity either. Mm-hmm. You know, like saying I'm going to work really hard, and then I'm trusting that this is going to, in the long run, run produce. But even if it doesn't, I'm going to still keep working really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't let that discourage you. you know what I mean, yeah. it's taking a, a no or a denied something. You got to just keep working at it. Well, because you never know. You never you never know when it's going to break open. And I think the thing that's even heavier than that is you never know what's going to be said about you after you're gone. Like, there's a lot of people that their legacy didn't even really kick in until they died. Yeah. Which is bizarre yeah, to you me. You see it a lot of times in, in musicians or, yeah. you know, celebrities all the time. Uh, you know, it goes back to that, why didn't you support them when they were alive? Yeah. You know? And then for the artists too, it's yeah. like I wish you could know how successful you were and how much After you died, and yeah. how and how much you it it may not have paid off, but it paid it you you still it's almost like the the principle of like like a farmer that plants seed and eventually the seed produces a harvest. It's like you want to I wish that person like everything that you worked for and the seed of your life it produced bro yeah yeah you you know you didn't get to see it yeah but like if you I mean I think about think about like Martin Luther King Jr. Like he was a pioneer yeah. in civil rights movement. Yeah, there's no way he he ever knew how big of a deal he would he would become. Yeah, like he he never got to see you know like Obama and no. presidency and you know stuff that he fought no. for. Yeah, um, but his legacy helped transcend that. You he know. paved the way. It wouldn't yeah. have happened without him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's all you know. He's not thinking when he's standing up or he's going to help you know Rosa Parks on the bus or whatever. Like. I'm going to have a holiday named after me. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Or people are going to quote me for years to come. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I mean, he was just doing what he believed. It was work. Mm-hmm. Talk about adversity. So do you feel we don't appreciate people or things in a moment? I think for sure we don't, we don't appreciate it's things. It's the whole in the mentality moment. is you don't appreciate till it's gone. Right. right? Yeah. But I don't think that we appreciate ourselves in the moment. Yeah. And I think that that's the real struggle yeah, is yeah. because our self-worth is dependent upon when I get there. Yeah, yeah. I will be worth something when I show the world what I got. And yeah. it's like, you're, you're, you're doing that now. Yeah, yeah. It is everything that you're doing now that will one day get people to remember that, you're, that you walk the face of this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my yeah. thing is, when I'm gone, I want people to know that I was here. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, um, a lot of times you're going to be underappreciated while you're here. Yeah, exactly. You're never really yeah. going to see. Yeah. I mean, that's... That is the the great devastation, right? Like you go to a funeral. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why don't you tell them this stuff when they were when they were alive? Yeah, exactly. I always uh, always say that I wish I could like 
like die and see myself yeah. looking down at who would show up to my funeral and, and then obviously come back to life but Gosh. just to see like yeah <laughs> just to see like who would show up what would be oh. said you know what i mean just i would be so curious at that bro like, like the I've most never... random people would be there like oh wow you liked me can i tell you what i've thought of some crazy <laughs> stuff but i don't know that i've ever thought about that like just think about that for a second like, i think who, about that all the time who would who would be at my funeral yeah and who wouldn't? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, who would show up? Like, you dirty son of a Like, oh, wow. Okay. Good, I, I thought, thought we were cool. We were cool. <laughs> yeah. and you had a business luncheon to go yeah, to or exactly. something. You know what I mean? You were on vacation. But yeah, for real. I think about that a lot. I, I don't think about that, but I think about like um, the. Uh, there was an old, I can't remember the song, but um, it was an old song, and the, the lyric was like, Who's going to watch you die? was the lyric. And it was like a really cool, like, uh, I think it was like Death Cab for Cutie or somebody like that, like back in. In those days, you, you see it. Who's gonna watch you die? Um, huh? Yeah, what Sarah said. Play a little bit of the song, cause I want you to feel the the vibes, dude. Like, are you a bath guy? I feel like you're a bath guy. Like, you take a bath and light candles. I don't. You don't? <laughs> With candles? Why did you have to add that in? You're like, oh, it, it bubbles in there. It's not, it's not the same. Like, you got to have candles, otherwise you're disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, people who live in apartments and take baths in their apartment shower, if you're not lighting a can candle, like, I'm concerned about you as a person. <laughs> because it helps, bro. Yeah. That's like, sets you know the, what I mean? Sets the mood, right? When it takes away, like, so baths are disgusting. Like, yeah. can you, like have you're you thought about that? you're soaking in your dirt. You're soaking in your dirt, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the fact that how many. So take a shower and then relax in a bath yeah <laughs> your, your skin's exactly like all right. yeah. wrinkly at okay, that time play the play the song okay so feel the vibes like the piano vibes yeah so like um go to the go to the who's gonna watch you dialer because the internet struggling yeah. this is important okay okay <laughs> miguel the internet you would so. never hire Miguel to work at B95 <laughs> iHeartRadio I'm just it's telling the you the producer I am yeah, just <laughs> okay yeah it's not working but anyway so it, it goes on and it and it just is this lyric of it ends uh, who's gonna watch you die and I remember this this last year my grandfather passed away mm -hmm. and it was it was hard because it was uh it was the first the first person I had people in my family die, but being like an adult and somebody that was like really close to you. Yeah. You know, like we spent, you know, lots of time together or had lots of deep conversation. And then I remember sitting there like literally watching him die and, yeah. and thinking of that lyric and thinking, Wow, of all of the people my grandfather has he was one of the hardest workers I've ever known in my life that mm -hmm. would work. I mean, he would do any give you the shirt off his back. He'd work hard for you. He'd put in overtime, like call him and, hey, we need you to do this. I got you. I'll do it for you. And when it came down to that last moment, like where are all those people yeah. that he sacrificed moments of his life with his own family yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this whole brutal reality of like, I think even in the moment, like making decisions that matter mm -hmm. with the, like, um, I heard someone say one time, like how... Uh, how have you become like successful in what you're doing? And and like, oh no, no, it was like, how have you become successful and avoided like uh avoided like scandal and avoided like uh being, you know, um put in a place where you had great regret. And they mm -hmm. said that I always lived with the end in mind. Like I always Like I don't want this to be scarred on me. Basically. Yeah. And I think it, yeah, and I think that it goes beyond like your 
reputation, but I think like making decisions that matter, like with people that matter. And I think in your career and, and whatever, I think that was the thing about my, you know, watching my grandfather pass away is it's like, man, you work so hard for so many people. And like, where are, where are those people? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think so much of the time we sacrifice, whether it be your own personal preference, whether it be your family members, whether it be friendships that really matter to you, whether it be a significant other or just like a, a, a friendship for the sake of so many things that don't really matter in the end, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so that living with the end in mind, like, am I going to care about this or people going to, does this, does this matter when it's all over? Yeah. It's crazy. Like when it's all said and done, did, did, was that a big deal? I mean, so much of the time it's not. Yeah, exactly. It really wasn't like the things you look back at the things that you were mad about. Yeah. Like, wow, was I, was it really that serious? Like, no, it wasn't. But you don't think about that in a moment. No. Uh, but when you get down the road, like you look back on some some things you did or said, and you're like, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's that it's hindsight just, is twenty twenty, right? Kinda. It's every time. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. How, and you wish. I mean, that's like the thing about life, right? Like you wish, man, if I could get another run at this, yeah, <laughs> like every watch time, out. If you I know? could only go back in yeah. time, yeah, yeah. But that's the weird thing because you ask people like, "Do you have any regrets in life?" And they're like, "No, I don't have any regrets because it all got me here." But it's like. Okay, but if you got a do-over, would you do things different? And yeah. I think that most people, if we're like brutally honest, yeah, there's things along the way that yeah. if we could relive with the wisdom and the life experience that we have now, mm-hmm. we would make different, you know, decisions. Different decisions. Yeah. I just see the importance of you know whether it be because there's this balance, right? Like even in the work and the hustle thing, like not allowing it to become your identity, not allowing it to take over your life to where that's all that matters, and yeah. all that matters is. Like, like success, like what for, for you, how do you define, how are you defining success right now? Cause I think it changes. Yeah. Like I think success when you're in high school or in college, like I think the definitions of what success means to you is to almost me, it's, seasonal. It's, it's never ending really. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I could sit here and be like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I took little successful things. Like the first thing I got hired part time. Yeah. Then I got full time. Now I'm doing this. So it's like success as you go through, I, I mean, if someone said, do you feel yourself successful? I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not where I want to be right, still. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. So. Do you think that success is defined by accolades, by things that you achieve? Or do you think that it's, there's, or do you think that there's two parts to it? Because I think like, I think about for me, like there's, there's success. Like I think there's something within humanity that wants to accomplish great things. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to, you know, whether it be money or, you know, um, fame or just knowing that what, that your life counted, that it mattered, whether mm-hmm. for you, like you made people laugh or you yeah. made people have a good time in the midst of a life that could be very burdensome and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But then is there also like this side of success that doesn't include those things? Like, I think for me, like, I feel like success is finding, um, I was interviewing a guy one time and he defined success as finding peace in your life. Like, you know what I mean? Like an yeah, ability yeah. to be okay when things are not okay. Yeah. Yeah. In your in your soul, like yeah, yeah. in the real you, despite good or bad yeah, externally. Yeah. I you, thought that was still, interesting. You're still at peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good way. I never really thought about it that way, but that that would be a good way to define it. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I I guess I just look at it as, um, I just want to be more successful, so I can classify myself as successful right now in what I'm doing. Right. right. But I want to be more because there's so much more out yep. there. I could still go in. There's like no ceiling. You know what I mean. Well, you don't want to be limit. You don't want to be limited by your success. Yeah, exactly. Because like sometimes that was the, it goes back to that content thing. Like, oh, I'm successful, so I'm good now. Yeah. Well, I mean, at any moment, things could change. You know what I mean. Yeah. I've talked about it on this podcast before, but they were uh, somebody was was saying how um, it's the same concept of 
the, the, you know, if you, if you don't, if you allow yourself to hit ceilings, you'll, you'll, you'll never continue to push on towards the things that you were ultimately supposed to become. So a lot of times what causes, what pushes people to be successful is limitation. Yeah. Right. Like this idea of I'm missing something. I don't have what, what I want. Mm. But then when you achieve success, a lot of times the comfort that comes with that and the reason you actually tap out is because there it seems like there is no more limitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how companies become has-beens or people become has-been. Mm-hmm. And this one guy was talking about, I mentioned it before, but like how you have to create that. Like mm-hmm. you almost have to create that sense of of hunger for more. Mm, it's how, a it's a it's it's a, like thinking ahead. It's yeah. a, you know, if you look at some of the the companies that that shut down, they didn't yeah. they didn't think ahead. Yeah, you know I mean, you look at like Blockbuster. They were a successful <sighs> video company. Netflix came in and was like, we're going to do it different. And they're like, well, that's not going to work. Well, and who's going to be laughing. next? Like, yeah, I was walking exactly. through Walmart the other day, which I don't suggest going to. There's some crazy <laughs> people. Bro, Walmart is still like a zoo. I go there for entertainment purposes. Bro, it's like a zoo, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of these people are like, whoa. Like, you just stand <laughs> yeah. there and like stare, you know? Like, it's really that bad. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's weird how it yeah. attracts it. But I'm walking through Walmart thinking like, dude, Amazon is just going to like, yeah. Would you just please put these guys out of their misery? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's no shame on uh, whatever the guy's name that owns Walmart, but it's just like if you don't, if you're not, I mean, Amazon is like pushing the, yeah, pushing the envelope. You know what I mean? Like the crazy stuff that they're doing with drone deliveries and yeah. robotic stuff. It's, and, it's forward thinking. Yeah. yeah, but if you're not, you, it's weird how it's so weird how um, what what was that was so big just gets left behind my brother and i were talking about limewire you remember limewire yeah like i didn't use it though yeah whatever you have to say <laughs> you did you did i knew about it yeah <laughs> like when limewire and like um what was the other one that was before that napster was, napster um changed the game you, you know that one don't you yeah, i heard about it. I heard stories <laughs> read about it yeah online magazine um but it's funny like those things like those back in the day those are like revolutionary. Like, yeah. oh my god! Like, this is the new way to yeah, get music. Like we don't have to buy hard copies, right? Yeah. But now, like, no one it's would the even norm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 most people. I mean, nobody know. Like most uh, teenagers, you're gonna. Add, they don't know who what LimeWire is. Yeah, what yeah. you know? And you always see the memes about it and stuff. Yeah. But you think that you and I think that that's the the trap about the, again the getting old thing is mm-hmm. you think that. Well, this it's not going to be like that anymore. It and can't so, get any bigger than this. But yeah. it will, it will dude. Yeah, like, no what. I thought about that too. It's like, okay, we went from you know CDs to downloading to streaming. Like, what what's going to be more than streaming? Like, exactly, how do bro. you? This is going to be like downloaded in your brain next. Yeah, I mean, I don't, exactly, I don't know. Bro. Like, I think you know what I think would be incredible is if we could if we could send sense through text <laughs> like scratch and snips like <laughs> yeah like if you could like have you ever been to um like disneyland right and yeah, you yeah. go yeah you like disneyland yeah, right yeah, go all the time. so like um but you know the one where you like soaring over the the yeah, soaring california yeah, soaring california yeah. and then that you smell it like the oranges you Bro, go to the orange fields yeah, like yeah. if you could send a text <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that would be next level that might be uh you never know i'm yeah. just saying like what is next like, what's like forward thinking, what is yeah. forward thinking these days you yeah. know because and i think it's experimental because you never you never really know like what it, what it's going to be like mm-hmm. um People think about that with photography. I mean, to think that you were going to fly your own little helicopter around and take video footage, yeah, you know, ten years ago. I mean, the the craziest one is uh, 
is when I think about Uber, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, if you told me, yeah, some random guy's going to come pick you up in his own car and take you wherever you want, I would have been like, no. No, he's not. Now it's like, that's all I do. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's just like you, you got to embrace that change. You got to expect it. You can never just shut things down like, no, nah, that's never going to happen. Then you're yeah. going gonna to be behind. You know what I mean? I, like uh, with my, my dad or my parents, they, he struggles with keeping up with technology. He like doesn't want to let go. And I tell him yeah. like, you got to, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you got to get rid of these yeah. old VHSs. No, it's not <laughs> yeah. that bad. Yeah. But, and then he just like doesn't want to embrace it. But then yeah. like now with him having to, yeah. he's struggling. Right. And then he annoys me because he wants me to help. And I'm yeah. like, I told you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, you, you just got to always forward think. And that's the hard, I think it's, um, it's, it's easier said than done too. Mm -hmm. Like you think, you know, I'll never be like that. Yeah, exactly. But then you you start having your dad traits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like you start realize because you just stop caring about certain yeah, things. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Do. It's the comfort thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think that you got to have that. Got to have that edge. Yeah, you got a lot of tats, bro. Uh, I got nine. Ten, okay, so let's nine. talk about you got lots of MJ tats. Yeah, that's all I have. So what is okay? So have you? <laughs> what's the MJ controversy stuff? You know what I mean? Like what is because he's obviously um, there's no doubting and no um argument about him being a musical legend yeah, right yeah, like yeah, yeah. he is the greatest to ever do it yeah yeah yeah. especially uh in pop music um in recent you know recent with mm -hmm. with uh some of the the specials and stuff the leaving neverland and all that which i haven't seen so i can't speak a ton yeah. on it i've just read up on it mm -hmm. and how, how does that affect you who's someone that uh who is a beloved fan yeah and I mean, a lot of even what you do, I think you credit to, to yeah, even for sure, his yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, his music is like what got me to fall in love with music, which ultimately led to my career. You know what I mean? So how do you how do you navigate some of the stuff that comes um, out? Well, first off, that's been like a running theme through like his you know a lot of, a big part of his life especially yeah. me growing up as a fan it's always been a thing the accusation about, yeah part, the accusations right? yeah, yeah. i mean this wasn't the first i mean it's been like he's had two and then the recently the the hbo specials which you talked about which i didn't watch by the way um but a lot of do people you not watch do you not watch because you're just not interested in hearing all that basically yeah it's I, just, I feel the same way it's something That's, like i don't believe it so why do i need to hear about it mm -hmm. you know i mean but obviously also in my job i kind of need to know things about it so i've read things about what's been said and stuff like that um but you know i have my own opinion about it what is your opinion about it did it you know it, just, it didn't happen yeah you know what i mean uh could i be naive about it maybe um you know i'm one of those that like i won't believe it till i see it but but then even then I, i've always been a big person that could compartmentalize things yeah yeah you know i mean like uh you know not everybody's perfect everybody has skeletons in their closet um but this is the part that I like about him. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. almost everybody that's been somebody has had bad things. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you can't tell me that I can't like this person when you're a fan of this person and they mm. did X, Y, Z. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I work at a hip hop station. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. The rappers that we played, most of them have records. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, are you not going to like you, them? Where do you draw the line, though? Like, is there? Is, can someone do something that you're like, yeah, nah, I'm off that? Um, that's tough. I mean, what, I mean there's tough. in your in, I mean in your industry, there's all kinds of people. Yeah, I mean, there's exactly. R. Kelly's. There's yeah, exactly. these. You know, um, I I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I guess it's like if it affects you personally. I mean, like, uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's a it's a difficult line because I I subscribe to the same line of thought that I I feel like if all of our dirt was exposed, nobody would be able to show their face. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like if all of everybody's everything, there wouldn't be a whole lot of trustworthy people in this no, world because no. everyone 
is broken and human and has done things or said things or experienced things or had things done to them yeah, yeah. that they wish, you know, wish were different. The challenge is that in our world, um, we don't, we don't just, uh, we don't want people to be honest about their history because we want them to be helped. Mm-hmm. We want them to be honest, and then what we do is, rather than help them, we hurt them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is almost like one of the sicknesses in yeah. our society. We People inc- want to tear them down. Right. We, but we encourage, like, part of the thing, you know, that becomes trendy, especially in the world that I'm in, the church world, mm-hmm. is this whole idea of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You, you know, in, uh, in pop culture, whatever, it's, a, it's the principle of live your truth, mm-hmm. own your truth, which is, which is an interesting conversation in and of itself, but... But the whole principle still, um, I think, is sometimes in our society not as sincere and heartfelt as we communicate it because we tell people to live their truth or to be honest or to be vulnerable. But then the second that they do, we see them through that lens for the rest of their life. Yeah. You know, and I think that then it becomes challenging as, uh, as a person to desire to be honest about your journey. Because you don't want to be judged in fear of the repercussions of of what may happen, mm-hmm. you know. Because again, it goes back to the earlier conversation that we're 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 sent, we were having is it's not really about the information as much as it is we want the hype of the story, we yeah. want the negativity. Give me something, give me something juicy about yeah, somebody else's I can life, gossip about, yeah. so that I can, I mean, ultimately, so I can not think about my own stuff mm-hmm. and think about other it's people's like escapism. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is the things that. Like I remember uh, when, I mean, and and this is not to belittle, I want to make this clear, it's not to belittle, you know, social movements because they're important. Mm -hmm. I think that victims should be heard. I think that people who have had injustice, uh, you know, done to them or the people that are are criminals or Mm -hmm. they are um, pedophiles or Mm -hmm. they are abusers, there should be consequences for those behaviors. I'm I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying... I think that there becomes almost like a pedestal of, of um, like you almost put the victim in a place of celebrity to where everybody, it's not no longer really about just honesty as mm-hmm. much as it is, I want that pedestal too, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then it becomes difficult to, to, to know, know what's true and what's not true. Yeah, exactly. And then to not have the double standard. I remember when the sexual harassment stuff, like a lot of sexual harassment stuff was coming out. Yeah. To, to me, that's part of the, you know, it's like we, it's so weird because the people that are pointing fingers, most likely they could have been watching a comedy show last night and would laugh about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, when it's mm-hmm. said in jest, but then when it's said in the office, and then what what guy or woman has not ever said something or, you know, I mean, in, anymore it's like, well, they hugged me and put their arm too low, hand yeah. too, too low on my arm, and all of a sudden that's that's something. Like, yeah. where are we going to draw the line, Yeah, you know? And I think it, it, it it's tough. I mean, it's... It, it it almost goes back to what we were saying earlier about people being uh like just oversensitive now. You know? Yeah. Like we've all have told jokes, you yeah. know I mean, uh sex jokes or whatever, yeah. but then saying that could it could offend somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. then like you said, if someone says that at a comedy show, they're then not offended. Funny. Yeah. Right. So at what point is it okay or yeah. when is it not okay? And I think that that's the the you know, the thing about these people that we're talking about that have I mean, there's so many of them. You think about, you know, Bill Cosby and and his situation, yeah. but yet there, it to me, like that's always the sad, devastating part is that people forget. It doesn't like I heard even in the Cosby stuff. It didn't change what he did for um, 
you know, even African Americans. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he the, opened a lot of doors. He opened yeah. a lot of doors. And did he have mistakes? Were they inappropriate? Were they unacceptable? Yeah, yes. For sure. yeah, were yeah. they, you know, were they unjust? And and is it is anybody condoning any of that? No. Yeah. But it's weird to take away all of the good. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's just a weird. So then, so then, so then, what do we do? Well, I think do we that, just take both, like we take them for his good, but then we also punish them for his bad. Yeah, I think that it. I think that humility is the name of the game. I think that it starts. I think. I think for us, it starts with self evaluation. Like I think it starts with self evaluation of realizing that there is a little bit of of us in those people that we see. Maybe not in the same. You know. Mm not the same, the gravity of their situations yeah, yeah, yeah. or their decisions, but the imperfection yeah. that we're all prone. There's, we I mean, all it's have like, good and bad. It's like the Michael Jackson thing. I mean, as a fan, I mean, you obviously wouldn't want to believe it. As somebody who's not a fan, you'd be more prone to believe it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yet, yet, at this, yet is it possible? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that are possible, mm-hmm. but the guy's dead and gone, and now he can't. We don't, we don't, there's so many things. He can't things defend that, himself. Yeah. yeah, and there's so many things that we don't know, yeah. and then what's the byproduct of that conversation? Where do we, you know, if we're going to have this discussion, what is the purpose of it? Are yeah. we trying to grow and be better as humans? If so, let's have it. Yeah, yeah. If we're just trying to shame a man and, you know, put his career in the ground or yeah. ev- all the positive and good and things that he spread, yeah. to sh- why would you want to do that? Yeah, why would exactly. you want to put a fire on on things that actually move things forward? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a It's a messy conversation. But I do think that you have to go back to your question. I think that... I think that yeah, you know, there has to be some sort of repercussions for decisions, yeah. you know. Um, but I wish we would be better at what you're saying, compartmentalizing things. some of yeah, yeah things to know that man. It's like my dad used to always say, like, um, uh, like eat the hay, spit out the sticks. Like you know, there's there's good things in every conversation. Yeah, it doesn't mean that everything is good. We could sit here and, and we would have disagreements probably about different things. Mm-hmm. But to allow those negative things to get in the in the way of the good, that doesn't help anybody. No, no. You know, to me, that's part of the, this podcast is to be able to have diverse <clears throat> conversation and realize that it's like us. We live in the same city, but come from two different worlds. Yeah. Yet in conversation, we have way more in common yeah. than we actually do different. Yeah, exactly. You talk about the human struggle. You talk about your mm-hmm. your. It's the same. It's 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 humanity. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that if there could be like more compassion for that. Yeah, yeah. To it's like we gotta we gotta take to take to good and appreciate that, yeah. and then take what's bad and how can we fix that? How can we fix it? How can we move forward? Right. How can we help people? Right. You know what I mean. Well, that's the whole idea of punishment, right? Yeah, like yeah. punishment is not to—it's not the idea of defeating someone. No, it's not to hurt you. The whole it, prince it's to show you—that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, as a parent, like you don't—a parent that uh, disciplines their child—they don't take pride in doing no, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not doing it to punish them for the rest of their lives. They're it's wanting to them teach to teach them the yeah, lesson. Yeah. Hey, this isn't a good thing for you to do. And I think the same thing, ha- like if we could be better at like the decisions that we make, yeah. separating, and I get it because, again, this is not diminishing the fact that abuse is wrong and it's unjust mm-hmm. and not okay and all of these behaviors are not okay, but I still think we have to have a heart for each other Yeah, yeah. to say, you know, can we be better? What can we, what can we do to actually fix this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like our uh, pris- prison system, right? Like... A lot of people that go to jail will end up in jail again. Yeah. Which show, which that right there, why aren't we reconsidering the effectiveness of our methods? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we doing? 
uh, how is what we're doing actually working? It's probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think that if we could be better about those conversations mm-hmm. rather than, you did that, well, we're going to end you. Yeah, well, yeah. what kind of, yeah. you know, like, how is that going to help our kids or our grandkids yeah. or the or the world, you know, get better? I say all the time, like, it's. I don't think that it's our... I don't think that it's our religion, religious preferences, our political preferences. I don't think it's our race. I don't think it's our gender. I don't think it's our sexual orientation mm-hmm. that brings us together as humanity. I think it's our brokenness that brings us together. Yeah. I think it's the fact that I have things in my life that I can't figure out, and you have things in your life that you can't figure out. I have flaws. You have flaws. I think it's our brokenness that places us in the family of humanity. Mm-hmm. If we could just start there. Yeah, yeah. Like, how far could we get in life? Yeah. If we could realize, yeah, we don't agree on all this, but at the core, bro, mm-hmm. like, we, we're, we're not that different. Yeah, yeah. And if we could keep... I think that, the, I think that the, a lot of the, the conversation has just shifted and we're so distracted by stuff that doesn't matter mm-hmm. that we're really not about actually bettering ourselves, ourselves or yeah. our society or any of that. You know, it's like I was talking with Alan Autry and he was telling me about, like, our political system. He's like... So much of politics, what he's learned is it's not even a, it, it, like people get so distracted, and you're not really about the people anymore. Yeah, you're about your your preference. Yeah, yeah. and what you want and what makes you comfortable. Yeah, I mean, usually the the reason that there is hate in the world, the way that it is, most times is because a person doesn't understand B person. Yeah, and because B person doesn't fit in the box of A person. You, you see that with uh, like with race all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's just like we all have different cultures, but it's just like I don't, I didn't, I wasn't raised like that. Yeah. My, my culture doesn't do that. My family doesn't do that. And you're doing something different, so that's weird. Yeah, like no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's it's not. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's human. I think that the, yeah, there's got to be some sort of. Some sort of place, I guess, of of compassion, and I think we got to lose. Um, I don't know that it's ever going to happen, bro. Honestly, yeah. but I think that we got to fight to lose um, our confidence in negativity and our thirst for it. Mm-hmm. I think we're thirsty for negativity. I think yeah. it's. What I, th- I, I mean, and I think it's what is programming our psychology to turn on one another. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. rather than to help. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's why there's the stigma with mental health. Yeah. You you don't want I mean it's getting better but most people don't want you you don't want to tell people you're going to a psychologist you yeah. get a shrink appointment yeah yet a lot of times that's what you need yeah you know and so it's like because there's a stigma there mm-hmm. I think that we got to get serious about about some of that like it's 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 okay to to better yourself to go find help um, yeah you should almost embrace that you know I mean? yeah you shouldn't be embarrassed and we we shouldn't be embarrassing people. If they're seeking help, whether right. that's you know church or uh, yeah. psychologists or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean, like it's 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 not bad. You know what I mean, do you think that uh, this is? Uh, I, I have my opinions about this, but I heard I, I think everybody comes from a different side of the mountain on it. Like when do people ever really change, or do people just become better at coping with the things that they need to? They know they need to fix. So for example, mm-hmm. like I mean, I know that you like you on your show and stuff like if somebody is a cheater will they always be a cheater mm-hmm. if someone is a liar are they always a liar Do they yeah, just yeah. get better at covering it yeah yeah you know is there actual real change or are people just hiding like they're almost like coding it coding it yeah covering it yeah you know yeah i, I don't know i mean I, I do believe people can ultimately change yeah. um if they really want to um i just feel like a lot of people don't yeah i, I think it's more what you said people code it 
Yeah. They hide it better. Right. Um, and maybe they perceived as if they changed, but deep down inside, they, they didn't. Yeah. You know I mean, and, and maybe part of that is because they didn't go get help. Yeah. You know I mean, maybe part of that is that, you know, um, they just, that's just in their, in their personality to be like that. They didn't work hard enough to change. Yeah. So I think, I think ultimately people can, because you've seen success stories oh, of yeah. people changing. Um, are they still going to have that, that stuff in their past? They are. Um, but if they can move past it, then that's good. Um, I just think a lot of people don't really want to make that effort to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. I, and I would, I would agree with that. I yeah. think people can change. I also think that there's this, um, uh, t- uh, Tony Hoffman talked to me on this podcast and he's, I don't know if you know who he is, but he comes from, um, addiction. He was an addict and okay. ended up overcoming that and became, um, uh, an Olympic coach and like all this kind of crazy stuff. But he talks about how, um, like it, with addiction, like some things that science is studying is that there's, there's a gene or there's something in someone's genetic makeup that programs their psychology to make them actually more prone to things like, oh, wow. like addiction. Like yeah, yeah. you have a natural lean to that. And I think that that also in some ways holds hands with this conversation mm-hmm. because I think all of us have a war within. Yeah. I think all of us are prone to different things. You know, some, everybody has a vice that they would lean towards. For some, it's not drugs or sex or alcohol. For some, it's, it's called business and busying yourself. For yeah. some, it's called shallow relationships. For some, it's, you know, they throw themselves into gossip or they yeah, throw yeah. themselves into television. Yeah. Everybody has. It's something, yeah. It, and it's, to me, it's a, it's a coping me- mechanism. It's how I escape, yeah. right? Right. And obviously, like we pedestal the ones that are seemingly most destructive. But I would argue that they're all in some ways, you know, destructive. Yeah, exactly. Like, Um, you know, maybe cheating is looked at as worse than like gossiping. Yeah. But really, they're they're both. They're they're searching for the same. thing. Yeah, exactly. Like that that escape is the escape. They're looking they're looking for the out. And that's why I say I think that there's. I think that there is this internal war within. And I do think that that's the the importance of. of like to go full circle back to some of the disciplines or the or the routines or mm-hmm. pushing through pain because I think at, at some point you have to uh, you have to make a decision mm-hmm. you know that you if you, it's like anybody like we're saying like if you go down a road eventually that road leads to this yeah that can be ultimately destructive uh-huh. so what you want to stop yourself from doing is from going down that road yeah exactly you know and so I think that. There is there is change, but a lot of the times that change even comes on the heels of owning. I think your decisions and learning how to say, like I think that that's sometimes the destructive thing about um, live your truth, mm-hmm. because I think what it communicates to people is whatever you feel is good for you, mm-hmm. and I don't know that that's always the case. The, people who do really bad things, they're doing it because it feels appropriate or yeah. because it feels good. So then the conversation is where do you where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think at some point there has to be uh, restraint to say this is not good for me, yeah. you know, is this thing that I'm feeling good for me or beneficial for me? Mm-hmm. Does it create the life that I want? Um, somebody once told me that it's not so much about trying to uh, be who you are as much as it is deciding who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And rather than, because who you are is a moving target. Yeah. Who you are sitting here today is a different person than when we were at Bullard High School. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. shout out Bullard Knights. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, mo- it's a moving target. Yeah, yeah. So like focusing a much more powerful conversation who is the person that i want to become yeah so if somebody is like struggling with addiction and and they do it because they like it they think it's cool they think it's all right how do they break from that well hoffman always hoffman tells me that you they have to get to a place where they don't want it anymore like you can't like if it's you can't 
talk somebody out of something that they yeah you see you see it all the time they're, yeah. they're stubborn yeah i don't see nothing wrong with yeah. it it's not a big deal right i don't do it every day that you know what i mean so it's just like at what point do they find that break you know mm-hmm. people that have these success success stories like where did they finally go like you know what this isn't right i yeah. need to make a change i think there's some people that are stubborn like me and they have to live it and then they realize it for themselves and then there's other people that are a whole lot smarter they can yeah. take the wisdom of somebody else and yeah. say this is not the road you want to go down. Mm-hmm. The devis I mean, the, to me, most people are. I mean, I'm that way. You can tell me like, yeah, but I'll be different. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's, that's just the. Yeah, yeah. Not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't be like that for me. Mm-hmm. And then realizing you're the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the same. Like it's it is that way. Mm-hmm. So I think for people that are in that, at some point you have to, you have to at least. I think you can get help when you want when you're at the point that you desire change. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Know? But if if you're still if you're not at the point where you don't really want to change. Mm-hmm. Some people are just addicted, right? Like yeah. they want to change, but they're so stuck and they yeah. need help. Yeah. That's why there's programs. That's, That's when why it gets there's like really bad. Yeah. Right. But the hardest part is when you care about somebody and they're so blind to it that they justify it mm-hmm. and they justify it. That's why I say addiction is powerful and it's, it's bigger than just the popular vices that we talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, people will defend their need for video games yeah. the same way somebody will defend their yeah. need for narcotics. It's, it's like the same. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. don't look at it as bad. We don't bad, look at it I mean, as bad. Because it's not illegal or right. whatever. Yeah, I mean, right. But, I mean, it still is an addiction. Yeah. I mean. And it and to me, the thing about the devastating part about addiction is that it just halts productivity in your life. Yeah. It, it stops puts you from it, doing other things. Puts you on a merry-go-round. Yeah. That's you end, really up, what you it end is. up back at the same place. That's why it's destructive. Mm-hmm. The reason why, you know, addiction to drugs is bad is because it it literally stops everything in your life. Yeah, it puts a halt on your relationships. It puts a halt on your success. It puts a halt on who you want to become. Yeah, that's the problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think the the downside is the distraction is we make it about morality and we yeah. make it about this and we make it about wrong. Yeah, instead of getting to people see like if you could just see. Like let's let's take away even like spiritual dynamics mm-hmm. or take away all this other side conversation that we want to have about you know what is right and wrong mm-hmm. and can you see how this is like literally putting a stop in your life yeah, right yeah, now yeah yeah like if we would just simplify that mm-hmm. you know and own that I think that yeah that's a good point yeah maybe we could find a whole lot more you know awareness for sure so anyway brother I appreciate you stopping by yeah, man. I wanted to do the uh, we ran out of time but I wanted to do your uh, asking for a friend thing but. <laughs> but I feel like it would be funny. You like doing those, huh? Yeah, we do it uh, every Thursday. What are some out. questions? Like, what would be an asking asking for a friend question? Um, it's basically like a question that you want to ask, right? Or that uh, it's it's it, to me, it's always like debatable questions. Like, I'll tell you this one. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you this one is coming out uh, tomorrow. That's just just like or is 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 a sound is a hot dog a sandwich <laughs> that that would be like one of the more funnier ones we would do is a hot dog yeah. a sandwich so go I want, I want to hear your opinion i would say that a hot dog is not a sandwich because i think unless you split the bun you have, <laughs> you have to, to split cut the, it you got to cut it oh, if you it. want a hot so dog so sandwich, since it folds open it's not my definition of a sandwich is you got to have bread you got to have meat and then you got to have bread on top okay. so if the bread is is like locked locked <laughs> yeah that's not a sandwich okay <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't understand why people say that it is because they're like oh it's meat between two pieces of bread it would I, be more of a taco than a sandwich 
Yeah, that's a good. Point. I'm just gonna tell it you folds right now. the same, it right? It's a taco. And not only that, I, I tell people a little like the last time I went into like a subway, I never saw a hot dog on the menu. Bro, yeah. a hot dog is nothing more than a white person's taco. I'm gonna tell you that, <laughs> is that right what that now. Is? Yeah, that's that's a redneck taco right there. That's I bet you that's how it started. I bet you, uh, or I guarantee it was a redneck that came up with, and I can say that because I have them in my family. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> but I guarantee they're like, let's make tacos. Like, well, we got bread, we got bread and hot dogs. It's That'll like, there do. It, is. it folds the same. It'll be the same. That's a good point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would almost put money on that. My brother, thanks for stopping by. For sure, man. I appreciate it.